0: Oh uh. Well, hello, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. How is everybody doing tonight? I hope you guys are doing well on this Friday. Friday, 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 March 25, 2022. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Sea Report. And uh, as per the usual, I am your host, Mr. C, sometimes called Michael Aaron Cossett, mostly referred to as Mr. C. And uh, I hope you guys are doing uh, absolutely awesome opossum tonight. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's the end of the week, guys. We made it to the end of the week. How exciting. But uh, great to be here with you guys tonight to close out the week with some more news and stories and current events and just, uh, you know, staying abreast, kind of, what's going on out there. There's just, you know, so much, but uh, I guess one could say it. it's casual Friday here, okay, at the C-Report. Now, I, this makes no difference to anyone who's watching us on our podcast, or well, I should say Listening to us on our podcast because you cannot watch with your ears, although uh some would uh, some would say that you can you know, but uh, I mean, the podcast viewers no coat we're 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 vesting and tying it today, okay all right, now that we've got that out of the way, guys, um yeah, so uh we got a Friday show here for you guys tonight. I gotta say guys for tonight, you know. Going over what we were gonna cover, um I-, I will be among the first to admit it. You know, I know the last four days of this week I've kind of been like Oh, there's just so much to talk about, you know, there's just so much going on, just so much in the cards, you know, uh all this all this all this news and information and stories to share, etc. 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 You know, I get to my uh, I get to my workstation today, and I'm kind of like going through the headlines. Uh, you know, most of them most of them were in in repetition and redundancy. You know what that means, though, of course. Uh, whenever things get into that bit of a repetition and redundancy, well, it's time to start digging, right? So, uh, I I spent the better part of my day going down several different rabbit holes, to be quite honest. Uh, you know, trying to, uh, trying to decipher the message that I would share tonight. You know, I think we came up with a pretty good one. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. You guys have uh, probably seen like the um, m- multitude of tabs and individual windows that I have on my computer that I like, you know, use to uh, store and save everything that I want to share look like, like, you know. Okay, for those of you on the podcast, this is gonna mean nothing to you because you cannot see this. But if you on the podcast were to go check us out live sometime, you know, you might actually uh, know what I'm talking about. What did I just do? Okay so what I'm doing right now is I'm just illustrating to the viewers here let's do this bam bam I'm just illustrating to the viewers of this live stream all of the windows and tabs that I use <laughs> I you know all of all of these windows one two three four five I don't know all of these windows that you see popping up on my screen look at watch this Brrr. Oh, it's Zelensky. Ah. Oh, it's whatever that is. Probably something with Putin. What's this one say? Oh, it looks like Twitter. Antrim County. So yeah, all of these windows. I got more. So, you know, whenever I come across these days where it's like, what am I going to talk about? Here's another one. What am I going to talk about today? You know, I could always reference these windows. Look at it is Maria Zach. You know, yesterday I kept saying Maria Zucks. Thank you, people in the audience, for not uh, correcting and shaming me and making me feel stupid (laughs) for saying her name wrong. I was like, Maria Zuck. Maria Zuck. I want to call her Maria Zuckerberg for some reason. Uh, Maria Zack. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of going into her rabbit hole today also, if I'm being absolutely honest. But, um, anyways, so whenever we come across these moments where it's like there's not new, 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 you, new, 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 new news, but you know more like um, uh, a continuation of the story or a continuation of the tale, you know, I, I will pop into my myriads of windows and tabs. And this is probably what's slowing down my computer right here. All these windows and tabs, right? And, and, you know, I could pick out stories or whatever it is I want in there. But, um, you know, uh, a lot of these, some of these are reserved for Lone Star News. Some of these are reserved for the website. Some of these are, I don't know, stories that I would like to share. And then, you know, you you get into that point where it's like, uh, you've had that tab open for a month with all of those windows or vice versa. Is the story even relevant anymore? You know, uh, yeah. I think there is, you know, this tab right here that I'm moving on the screen is actually very interesting. Uh, this tab has some uh, websites that are from Russia's point of view and from uh, independent and in-depth, uh, investigators into what is happening on that side of the world. Like, they publish everything that Russia does on the ground, on, on that website, in these tabs. Uh, very interesting stuff, guys, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, one of these tabs right here, uh, takes us all the way back to, uh, the Lex Wexner, uh, Alan Dershowitz pedophile, uh, Uh, Jeffrey Epstein stuff that we were covering over at Mr. C in the dark, you know, so anyways, so, you know, but I, you know, I just opted not to, you know, because there's just so much going on right now that we could definitely bring it to you live. But uh, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Friday. I spent my day in rabbit holes and, uh, you know, getting stuff ready to go. As we kick off tonight's show, because incidentally, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a rockin' show. It's a Friday night, right? It's a Friday night. You know, uh, you guys have opted to hang out here at the Sea Report, and I am most grateful for it. Uh, We are live, of course, over at the foxhole.app, over at pill.net, over at twitch.tv, clouthub.something, and rumble.com. And uh, soon to be on the podcast stream, of course. But, you know, you know, what does one talk about on a Friday night? You know, Friday nights into the weekend is usually where you get uh, you get to those uh, heinous individuals really just kind of doing something that they know no one's going to pay attention to, right? Because it's the weekend, right? What are we doing on the weekend? Uh, you know, now that COVID is over... You know, weekends will return to uh, dining out with family and or friends, uh, doing some type of recreational activity uh, outside of the home, not being a homebody anymore. Uh, 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 Some people will go dancing all night long. Or do something, bar hopping, I don't know, movies, uh, midnight movies, stuff like that, you know. So great, great, great and grand, you know, that's why we got the podcast. That's why we have our replays. Replays you can check out at uh, foxhole.app and rumble.com. That'd probably be your best bet. If you can't remember that, then just go to thecereport.com. And you can stay abreast on everything that we do here over at the C-Report. But, you know, as, as COVID is over, you know... As, uh, as we begin to uh, return to our normacy, because that was a big thing right there for a minute, right? The new normal, the new normal, that was a litmus test almost. You know, if any politician or anyone on the street told you about the new normal, you knew that they were kind of lost, right? Uh, either that or they had like a minor to a severe case of Stockholm Syndrome. Because, you know, they've been held hostage for about two years. And yet they're still, still licking the butts of their captors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we don't like to get too caught up on redundancies here at the C-Report. Is The reason why, like, sometimes I won't report stories when they break. I'll wait for a minute. So that we can get an entire scope of what is going on and we can do a more thorough and fleshed out report and or version of the story uh, to share with you guys. So that we're not just like, you know, rattling off uh, headline after headline after headline, you know, 60 headlines in you know three hours or something like that. I mean, we want to give you a little bit more substance in that here at the C-Report. It's kind of why I'm kind of just talking with you guys right now, you know. And uh so you know today because the rabbit holes I was going down today I mean let's just be honest Mr. C you know um we focus mainly on the headlines in the news here right we don't we don't try to parlay our way into uh you know the different um spectrums of dissemination that any of the audiences might participate in, that is to say, other shows, other broadcasts, other live streams, it's really in bad taste, you know, particularly if you are part of a family of uh, of uh, content creators on a specific platform, whatever platform that might be, it's not in good taste. Um, but you know, that's just, that is just something that has been coming across my desk uh, most fluidly And that would be the entire thing about, uh, you know, dare I say, the infighting within the Patriot community. You know, I just I don't understand. I don't understand. I told you guys I was going to clip out that. Well, I would call it a meme at this point. You know, I don't understand. I don't... uh, Do you guys know who I'm talking about? I don't... You guys probably don't know who I'm talking about because you guys are patriots and you don't watch that kind of television. Uh, Anyways, okay, so I just... I I really don't understand, though. You know, like, how is it that the lefty-leaning liberals, the everyone in that bucket... And you know it's a big bucket because the the left-leaning liberals includes Democrats, progressives, communists, socialists, uh, you know, uh, every gender that they believe in. It's just a really full bucket. But how is it that all of those people can align and stand in solidarity with each other and support and back each other? You know, whether whether it's a uh, whether it's an anarchistic faux oh I should say faux anarchist, right? Uh faux anti capitalist antifer or whether it's an SJW uh you know pink pussy hat uh BLM or it's, uh, you know, it's a, a, a vegan who is uh, a high on climate change, or it's just your everyday, I go to work, straight suit, Democrat progressive, or your communist sympathizer. Or whatever? How is it that those guys can always align and unite and stand as a united front against anything that opposes their opinion, their worldview, and things that they just don't like or feel? How is it that they, these people are who so touchy, these people are who so picky, these people who are so particular about everything? You know, they complain about gender, they complain about race, they complain about sex, they complain about the environment, they complain about every damn thing under the sun. And yet they are able to stand together, united against anything that is conservative and anything that is uh, America first, no matter what, no matter what it is. You know, I mean, they can be the most melt in the sun snowflake, in the fields, soy boy or girl, individual, so super sensitive to everything in the world, and don't you dare look at them that way or say their wrong pronoun. And there's so many of them, and they can stand so united and compact and strong and bricked up together. But no one in the damn conservative patriotic field can do that. You know, why is it that those snowflakes who fall apart at the mere disagreement of their worldview can hang together, but there is not a single damn patriot group that can do that. I just don't understand. I don't understand. That's what I've been... That's the rabbit hole I've been down today, mostly today, guys. I just don't get it. I don't get how those uber-sensitive... Snowflake, SJW, a safe space kid, Karens and Percy's can manage to rally together against us. But we cannot manage to stay together to save our planet and save our country and restore our republic in honor of our constitution and our God-given freedom and our God-given liberty. I don't get it. So we're starting today off with a little bit of a rant, guys, because I just don't get it. I don't understand, you know, like, why is it so? Why is it that the people who represent this movement, not all of them, but some of them are so caught up in their cliques and their uh influence ship and their superiority and their knowledge and their you know I mean I I mean I'm pretty sure that the answer to that question is much easier than I am alluding to at this moment I mean but you know but for me to say oh that that's an easy answer Mr. C why uh people in the patriot community are divided Uh, It's because, obviously, some of them are not real about what they mean, you know? That's the easy answer. I I would rather choose not to believe that. I would rather choose not to be that cynical to say that there are people in my position and way beyond anything that I've ever done or will ever do in my life that are merely in it just for the sake of, of influence and notoriety and celebrity and, worst of all, economic gain. You know, I, I don't want to be that cynical, but I know that is probably very naive of me to say so, you know. And so... <laughs> and so... Ladies and gentlemen, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. I guess I just need to get that off my chest before we begin today's show. Maybe I'm stalling. Hmm. (laughs) Maybe I'm stalling. I don't know. You know, uh, the most important thing to me though, through all of this, because, uh, because I'm only here because I'm able to be here if I were not able to be here I would not be here I, there's no telling what I'd be doing uh, but I wouldn't be here talking to you guys and uh, have sharing this experience with you all it's been it's been a big blessing because you know I've I've always been the kind of person that has thoughts on the brain and And uh, I'm very lucky that I can express it to an audience that is willing to listen and or participate or, you know, humor me um, without seeking anything else. I mean, uh, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't want to, uh, what's the word? I I don't want to... a deflate anyone's expectations. You know what I mean. If I were to say something like, you know, uh, um, I'm here and now, but with no other, no other uh, motive. I mean, yeah, no. This what I'm doing now could definitely be and do something. Now, if you think about it. Uh, coming out on a daily, uh, news show in a suit and tie to some people can be kind of pretentious. You know, they're like, well, you're at your home, you're live streaming. Uh, why do you get all dressed up for? Why do you gotta make it all fancy? Well, you know, that's just because it's the way I've always been. But, you know, more than that, I I mean, I've never, I've never, I've never aspired to just be someone who would come and uh, share this information in my PJs and just be like that. I mean, I think I'm as real as I am, but um, uh, I just, you know, I I like the showmanship, you know. I like that type of uh, environment, atmosphere. I don't know how you describe it. Um, And there's nothing wrong with either way of delivery. You know, there's nothing wrong. I think to me, the most important thing is to get the damn message across. You know, however it is delivered, the point is to share the information, to get it out there, not to withhold it, not to sit on it, not to try and profit from it. But but literally, just to share the information, and y- with that, you get my point of view, but that's a given for any show that anyone might happen to tune into, you know. But, it, you know, this whole thing about individuals, you know, really uh, segregating within the movement is very real and it's not just within like you know uh live streams uh content creators i mean even in the world the real world of politics in washington dc etc and beyond and in the business you still got this kind of thing going on and you know i just don't get it you know like is it why can these snowflake sjws unite and yet patriots cannot seem to do it you know um is I don't I don't know. You okay. So for example, um I was uh I was watching some clips today. Okay, and I was looking at a lot of stuff today really because the the news the headlines were kind of light today. Like it was just a continuation of the story And so I'm going on a whole bunch of different other, you know, I'm still looking into the whole Italy gate stuff. And, you know, I, I, there's some questions I have about some people that I'm looking into. So I'm doing that. Um, but, uh, um, Stu Peters, for example, comes across my desk and, uh, uh, well, well, Let's just be honest, Mr. C. Uh since we ran the story about um Kelly Town. I'm sorry, Kelly Townsend. About uh um uh yeah, no, Kelly Townsend and and uh Wendy Rogers over in Arizona having this big falling out, you know? The Townsend versus Rogers debacle because uh, Wendy Rogers spoke at um, um, spoke at an event and was labeled a white supremacist and uh, the lamestream media went in on her, okay? So that event, okay, that event, specifically, you know, um, Stu Peters spoke at the same event that Wendy Rogers was at. And uh, Stu Peters was, well, you know, all of them, actually, all of them, Stu Peters went in, on Marjorie Taylor Greene uh he went in on um well he went in on c right? He called them Fudge Pack, which I thought was kind of funny. But uh and uh you know, he was okay, so uh, you, there's all this division happening within this movement, okay? You got you got uh, he went in on Vernon Jones too. Okay, but you guys know I shared some stories on Vernon Jones as well. I, my my viewpoint might Probably align closer to what Stu Peters had to say about Vernon Jones, but then I've also heard that Stu Peters is a shill. So I don't know. You know, uh, it's it's hard to tell these days, right? And then you have you have little uh, you have little miscreants running around, uh, pretending to be straight, and uh, and basically calling themselves the future of the Republican Party. Um, based on nothing other than I think a whole lot of ego and a whole lot of bad gas, right? So, you know, it's just, uh, and they're calling out everyone in the, tw- in the meantime, but here's the thing about it though, is the good thing is that they're calling out the fake conservatives and the fake Republicans, the rhinos, right? But there's no definition in that uh, description of those individuals. It's just, that's the old party. The new party is what? White supremacists? I don't think so, right? Okay, you know, little Mexican boy. Uh, no, 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 no. And and why would anyone subscribe to that type of speech to begin with? Why would we want that to be representative of who we are as a people Uh, with conservative values, regardless of how we express that. So I don't know, guys, it's just been an interesting day, you know, and and some of this stuff really, I could say for like an in the dark for say, you know, because then like, you know, uh, even, even among the individuals that we have followed their story uh we have looked up to we have uh viewed as um uh not a role model per se but an example of fortitude and uh strength within our own movement or even just to ourselves we have we have that going on too uh, where you know discernment trusting your gut that is where that comes to the forefront you know you know because there i'm sure all you guys i'm sure all you guys out there particularly if you are a member of my audience constant or if you are someone who watches a show like this on the regular you have to have heard the gossip somewhere, right? You know, you know there was there was infighting between like Lin Wood and Sidney Powell, and then you know all of a sudden uh, General Flynn is a traitor to the country, and yet there's nothing out there to back any of this stuff up except for the infighting with Lin Wood and parties uh, expressed, you know. Uh, but like you know now there's this thing about uh, General Flynn being a traitor, okay, and and that he's uh, he's actually working for the deep state and he's been doing so the entire time. And yet, you know, I search and search and search for any type of receipts on this notion. And all I get is my sources tell me the new intel is so-and-so is a trader or so-and-so is working for the deep state or oh, so-and-so is a turncoat. So-and-so, you know what? Show me the receipts. You know, don't tell me your intel damn told you. Okay. Because I will tell you guys for a fact, I don't got no uh, higher up there connections, you know. All I do is read and interpret the news and the daily headlines and the current events. And I dig a little bit into some of the articles and that's where I get my information from. I'm not going to fake you guys out and say like, well, um, a new intel says, you know, that uh, President Trump is going to be reinstated on uh, the 4th of September. You know, like there are some people out there that do that. And the thing about it is, is that these people, I mean, there are two that come to my mind in particular, and I'm not talking about Alex Jones, but there are two that come into my mind in particular that throw dates out of their out of their mouth, and then when you can watch them and you can listen and look at them and when they are engaged in a conversation with a guest and the guest asks them a question you can tell they're lying the guest will be like um y- you know about you know about so and so and did you hear about this event on so and so and they'll be like yeah Yeah, yeah, no, I know know about it. I know about it. You know, you can tell they're lying, okay? There's two in particular that I've seen do it. And the thing about it is, is that like, do these people not understand Just like the politicians in D.C. and the rhinos don't understand that we are watching, we are awake, we are aware, we are cognizant, and we totally see what you guys mean just by your response, your retort, your body language, and all of the above. They don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get that we're in a whole nother era, guys. We're at a point where where any Joe Schmo, any any human being, anyone born on this planet is gone inside and they are looking at everyone and they can interpret the meaning of people just based on their actions. So people would call it a sixth sense. Some people would call it a gut feeling, an intuition. Some people would say they're good at reading people. And this is all true in that case. But the point of the matter is it's almost instinctual now. Why do you think we are where we are right now in the world? Because even though we're aware and alert as a community of of truthers and patriots and people who are uh, looking for the right answer and trying to do right by ourselves, our family, and our fellow man that even the general population is into it they used to call it street smarts right like my, my mom was always like well son you're book smart but you're not street smart and i was like well mom <laughs> that might be true i have no common sense uh but since then I, I you know i had to i had to train myself to look into it right and, and look into myself and learn to, you know, trust, read, listen to what my body was telling me as it is the, it's the main vessel of communication to what my soul and my spirit perceive, you know, and that's where I come across, where I come across, you know, my points of view and a lot of the information that I share today, you know, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, that is about it. <laughs> that is about it, guys. And so, I don't know, you know, there's just a, a lot of that out there right now. Um, I think I think a lot of us do a pretty good job of um, listening to our inner soul, whatever whatever you want to call it, right? our discernment, our gut feeling, right? And we'll, we'll dig as deep as we want to in that regard, uh, because we're not done yet, right? We're not done yet. We're just at the start of the show tonight on this Friday night. And, uh, it's, it's quite uh it's been quite a journey guys, but I mean, all I can say is for today, going through all of this stuff and it's going to happen, you know, um, whether you were awake before Q or you woke up after Q we're, we're pretty much level set at this point, guys. We're pretty much level set. Meaning that, uh, you know, everything took us to a point and then they took off the training wheels, right? They took off the training wheels. When President Trump left the office on January 20th, optically speaking, they removed our training wills from all of us. They cast us into the wilderness, ladies and gentlemen, to see how we would handle this situation without a father figure, without a leader, so to speak, before us. Because we've always had it within us, guys. We've always had it within us to discern and to know and to act. But now, sorry, there's like thumping at the door anyways. But now, you know, we, uh, we, 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 are, we are lost without our leader in the wilderness. But no, it's, it is up to us, guys. It is up to us. You know, it is up to us. And so that's why we are where we are now. Not that that is why we are where we are now, but we are here now level set. You know, uh, you know the, the new blood and the old blood married together. Now, if just everyone else in this damn community could work together too. I mean, it's most unfortunate because, you know, regardless of whether you want to or not, you're going to have those people out there who are simply in it for the fame, the fortune, the money, the glamour, the influence, etc. I just don't understand why we don't see that on the lefty, liberal, SJW, snowflake, uh, soy boy, soy girl, BLM, Antifa, communist, socialist, progressive side of things. You know, why don't we see that kind of crap going on over there? And I guess it's because they don't have uh, what you would call what the... uh, the 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 moral uh the moral uh you know uprightness or whatever. I don't know guys. Okay, enough of my rant. Thank you guys for letting me get that off my chest. Hey Relanon, how's it going? Thank you for gifting 117 gold pills. We got Timberjet in the house. Timberjet says your question is rhetorical. Is it rhetorical, Timberjet? Was anything that I said rhetorical? I don't know. Probably it was. Pill by the rabbit. How's it going, guy? I hope you're having a great time in Utah. Uh, let's see here. Everybody, oh Timberjet, are you a content creator masking array, masking uh, uh, masquerading around as an anonymous uh, an anonymous uh, uh, um, profile or whatever? Timberjet says everybody has to pay bills, brother. I get it, Timberjet. That's not what I'm talking about, okay? I'm not talking about paying bills. I'm talking about taking advantage of people who believe in a movement and you have these assholes that just uh, have them uh, totally complacent and complicit sitting on their couch doing nothing because they're going to feed you stories about the great white king that's taking care of things behind the scene. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, uh, people who... You know, and you know, and then it's like, Mister C, how do you how do you define someone who's genuinely doing this? You use your gut, right? You use your you use your uh, your discernment, you know. I don't know. I, I get it, Timberjet. Everyone needs to pay their bills, okay, right? As long as you're just not blowing, uh, you know, hot gas up their ass, that's fine with me. But I'm not here to judge anybody or any anyone. You know, I I only said there are two people that I could tell were being fake. And, you know, that's not to say that that those people who I could tell were being fake are not in it to uh, support the patriots and support America and restore our constitution. That's just to say, you know, maybe they're not aware that people could tell that on that particular subject that they, they were lying, you know, I've only seen it twice, to be honest with you. I've been guilty of that in the past, but, uh, I've course corrected. Um, I'm not going to say, I know, I'm not going to admit to knowing something that I really don't know. Okay. Cause you can read it. it. It's pretty easy to read. Uh, it, it, especially if it's for the sake of looking like something you're not, you know. I really try not to question. Uh, it's, it's not my position to judge and or question other people's loyalty, other people's, uh, you know, whatever, you know. Patriotism, but yeah, that makes me wonder. Jet, are you are you a content creator also? <laughs> uh let's see here uh the republican party has barred trump from receiving any money um the rnc will not use donated money for any trump election drives well you know good for you know i say that's fine you know because trump also said that he's not gonna he's not gonna support them either and uh he drove away his supporters from the rnc you know what they're all fake asses anyways right they're all rhinos they all need to go they need to be replaced with a board that will approve of the uh, of the Constitution and the uh, American uh, people's way. You know, uh, total separation from the RNC. I don't agree with anything that the RNC does. I don't agree with anything that Republican Party does as a whole. Uh, they're all bought out, sold out, paid out shills. They're all treasonous. They're traitors. Ninety-eight percent of them, at least, are all traitors. Uh, You know, and that's the same as the Democrats, obviously, but even worse because they pretend to be something that they're not. You guys know this. This is 101, y'all. 101, but uh, thank you for sharing the point, Timberjet, because we need to remember. Um, Let's see here. Hey, 123SKG, what's going on? Given Trump's platform, he can call out the party at his rallies. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's doing it now. I mean, look at what he did to Mo Brooks. He totally rescinded his nomination. Watch out, Greg Abbott. Watch out, Greg Abbott. It can be done. It can be done. We'll have to see how it goes. You know, there's no telling how this could play out, guys. There's no telling how it could play out. Uh, Let's see here. The biggest downfall of truth and justice people is that they believe dates and times. This will always... This is... That is... Yeah. I agree with that 100%, Timberjet. Uh, We cannot know the date, nor the time, nor the place. Um, And and really, I mean, there was... Okay. So there was a program that, you know, uh, crossed my screen the other night and... uh, it was it was uh, you know it was it was a, a patriot show, uh, a featuring people that I just I never have listened to, I've never listened to these people. I barely found out about these people within the last couple of months, right? I mean, it's like it's like a totally different network of patriots. I, I say it like that, right? And uh, one of them, one of them who was on the panel, who incidentally enough happens to be one of the two that I've been referencing. You know, he was like, would well, well, I believe that Donald Trump will be back in office by March the third, you know? And it was like, okay, it's March 28th. Uh, <laughs> I was like, do you feel like a jackass yet? You know, like, and they will constantly do that. And I don't get it. You know, I don't get it. I don't get it. What the heck is, oh. I accidentally put my would you stop that? I put my I don't know how I put wow. my Stop it. I put my computer on read aloud. That was weird. It was reading your it was reading your comment aloud, Timberjet. It was all on March the twenty fifth. That was That was funny. Oh no, saying the biggest downfall to the truth uh and justice, that was funny. You know, yeah, absolutely. I don't understand why people do that. Event-driven, I get, you know. But to tell people, you know, Mike Lindell made that mistake too. I don't discredit and or disbelieve uh, Mike Lindell. Uh, I truly believe that that man is is in it for the right reasons. I don't think he's trying to con anyone. I don't think he's a shill or uh, he's a controlled opposition or anything. I really don't think that way about Lindell. But he has made the mistake. You know, he did it several times. But, you know, he he might have known things that we don't know and they just didn't work out that way. You know, that, that tends to think, I think, to be the case more often than not. Uh, we've seen, uh, you know... You know, uh, take for example, when President Trump uh, was giving his rally in Arizona most recently, that's one. There was another time, and I need to find this moment when uh, President Trump was running late for an event, it was a speech he was giving. And um, he came out, and you guys would probably recognize this speech if if I could remember in Toto. But he was talking about how uh, you know um, his family had been attacked, and people had been attacked. And, and I will never forget when he was giving that speech. He looked like he had been under distress. Like he looked flush. He looked exhausted. For some reason, I feel like it was around like a Christmas sometime or something like that. But he was giving a public address. He was running late. And when he got on stage, he just looked like he had been through hell the last 24, 40 hours. And he was talking about he was talking about the unseen enemy. He was talking about the deep state and how they attack us and our family. And he looked like he had just been through something, you know? And uh I, just just moments like that I just don't forget. And um, you know, that is to say that, uh, well, I mean, we all we all go through that, right, guys, And uh, it's about sticking together and not separating, holding on, having faith, goodwill, non-judgment. If we were to take ourself out of the equation. Whatever motivates us personally for for our selfish reasons out of the equation, um I really do think uh it, it would be a more united can you imagine how powerful we would be united like that guys like all on all fronts, you know excluding these these date date uh namers or you know the people who throw out the dates like It's event-driven. I get it, you know, but we can't... It it borderlines on exploitation, right? Exploitation. Hey, Java, what's up, buddy? Good to see you in the audience. Mez, call it the Holy Spirit. That is discernment. TamGrowl. Okay, C is exhausting me, chasing him (laughs) down. Sorry, Ms. TamGrowl. Shepherding shepherd. breaking news. Breaking news from Shepherding Shepherd: Shepherd launches love and hug missiles. Oh boy! Thank you for that, Shepherding Shepherd. Much appreciated. I swear to you, Timberjet. There. Okay, I heard like pounding, like people were running up the stairs right now. And let me tell you, the other night, I literally had people. Banging on my door at four in the morning, I hear pa 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 police, and I was like, i had been in bed for a couple of hours, and I woke me up, and I was like, what? I was like, the police are here now. You know, it, and they were there for a minute. I don't know what they were doing at my door. Now I live in a complex where there's like. Three of each building, right? So there's three building fours, three building fives, three building sixes. So they might have been wanting to go to another building four or five, right? But uh, they were at my door for a minute at four in the morning. And mama always said, don't open the door no matter who it is. If you don't know who it is, you know, and especially if it's the police, you know, Uh, San Antonio police are notorious for being corrupt. Okay. As subtle as San Antonio might be corrupt, very, very corrupt guys. Um, and I've had problems with them in my youth before I left this city and, and, and God willing, someday I will leave this city again alive. But, um, yeah, I was like, I am not answering the door. First of all, it is dark in here. There are no lights on. I don't know if you have a noise complaint. I don't know what's going on at the other building, number four or fives. But uh, no, Mr. Officer, I'm not answering the door tonight. No, it's four in the morning. You're a stranger. I don't care if you're in a uniform or a badge. I back the blue. But not at four o'clock in the morning at my door. No siree, Bob. Anyways, it was interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Tam Growl, thank you for the can Mez, thank you for the cookie Comparison is the thief of joy God wins Oh, that's a good one That's a good one We should never uh, do that to ourselves right? I, I don't do that to myself I don't say, oh, that person uh, That person's potato head is better than my potato head <laughs> Hey, 123SKG, thank you for gifting the can Believe you, uh, Love you so much Oh, believe you me, there are a lot of patriots with the Y. We have seen them. They have been outed. Where are they now? The Matrix. I, that might be inferring something right there, Timberjet. Uh, That might be inferring something, but um, I know nothing. I've seen nothing. I've heard nothing. I only met them once. Okay. And (laughs) that's all I got to say about that, Timberjet uh timberjet says i am not a creator i am an anon i do research i help get the truth out very awesome timberjet thank you so much for that i appreciate you being here timberjet trust me wc crane up! also in the uh also in the hills of utah at this moment gifting the phone what's up sir he says uh hey mr c up for a surf and turf for uh pbtr is that paps blue ribbon what And Cloaked Unseen. Oh, Pilled by the Rabbit. My bad. Paps Blue Ribbon. (laughs) My bad. You guys enjoy your surf and turf up there in the snowy hills of Utah. Wish I could be with you. But you guys have a great time. Okay? Enjoy yourself. Be safe. Okay, guys? No ski. I want no broken ankles. Okay? God bless. And uh, let's see here. Absolutely. It's all good and love in the house now, ladies and gentlemen. All good and love in the house now. All right, guys. We've spent so much time on this introduction here today. I just need to get that off my chest, you know? Uh, I just had to. I mean, it's just... It's sickening, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know... We, we are all where we need to be, and we just need to learn to, uh, or maybe I'm talking to myself here, right? Need to learn to uh, uh, always trust ourselves, and, uh, and, and as long as we know our intention, I think our actions will prove it. You know, kind of like uh, Timberjet said there, uh, where are they now, you know? And that's not, that has never been my concern, as far as I'm concerned. My concern has always been... Uh, sharing my point of view on said information, right? That's always been... Because before that, it was just sharing the information because so many people around me, as I'm sure is the case with a lot of you guys in the audience, uh, are surrounded by people that have no clue um, or they just don't care to have a clue, right? And we want to share that knowledge because we sense in our soul and we sense in ourselves that... That that there's something not right here. That there's danger, danger, danger. That there's there's a way to make things better, and we want to share that with our brothers and sisters. You know, people used to look at me so funny and crazy. You know, I mean, do, do, do we talk about this whole conspiracy uh, theorist thing, etc.? Uh, which is which is swiftly going out the door. I feel like I feel like that moment. Of the conspiracy theorist which has had a reign of terror over people who seek truth and accurate knowledge or a more accurate knowledge has has been has been reigning over us for the better part of like uh, half a century or more you know that uh, i feel like it can finally start to become that uh you know, that um, that that uh, fake uh, fake type of um, facade that it is, which is just something to deter people, something that it's like, you know, when you, you call someone something that's really bad and it just it shocks them. Right. That That is the effect that the, uh, the conspiracy theorist tag has had on most people. And, uh, we're at a point, you guys all see the memes out there, right? Like, uh, you guys got any new conspiracy theories? Because all of my conspiracy theories are coming true. Eventually that'll ring in, you know, clearly inside of people. Uh, eventually it'll ring clearly inside of people, but, uh, we're, we're getting past that point, you know, we're getting past that point. Um, because people just are not paying attention anymore to the mainstream, lamestream, stream, shame stream, fake news, legacy, mockingbird, propaganda, pedophile media. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. With that said, you know, um I we've got a f we've got a few stories to share with you guys today. I mean, like I said, the news tonight. Uh, was uh, a mostly redundancies and repetitencies of the rest of the... It's a follow-ups, you know, continuations of the stories that we've been sharing with you guys. You guys know that I've been kind of looking into some other things, but uh, we had a few couple... We had a couple of things I think that were worth sharing with you guys tonight, right? Uh, we always start off our show with a statement from President Trump because President Trump leads here at the Sea Report. Incidentally... President Trump did not have any statements today. <laughs> okay, so I could double check right now to see if maybe Liz Harrington happened to post a late minute statement from President Trump, but I don't know. Let's see. President Trump, do you got one for us? Mm, nope. Uh, he has an update to his, uh, rally in North Carolina to be held. Oh, wait, 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 North Carolina. Wait, doesn't he have one coming up before then? I thought he had one coming up like tomorrow. Doesn't he have one coming up tomorrow? I'm pretty sure he does. Uh, that North Carolina one says it's in April 9th. Okay. I remember it being the 26th of March. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, he's in Georgia tomorrow. Georgia, ladies and gentlemen. President Trump will be live in Georgia mañana. Okay. So then this is new. He is scheduled a brand new rally, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for North Carolina on April 9th. Okay. Let's take a look at that, guys, because uh, I thought... He had nothing new for us tonight. Okay. All right. Good to know President Trump. So we have, uh, let's let's go ahead and bring that up on the screen for you. March 25th, 2022. And uh, let's see. President Trump will be holding a rally in Selma, North Carolina on the 9th of April. Excellent. And it's going to be held at the Farm at 95, 215 Baton Road. And we do not have a list of speakers just yet. But I'm sure it will be a time to have. Yes, so yeah, we will be having a Trump rally mañana. So uh, I don't got any plans for tomorrow. So we should be here. Well, actually, I do have a plan for tomorrow will be here covering President's Trump rally in Georgia. It should be a fun time, you know. I mean, uh, enough things have transpired in the world that uh, I don't think it will be anything that we want to miss. I'm sure there will be plenty of exciting new information to go over at uh, for President Trump at this rally. Okay, so all right. So that brings us into, a, we, you know... Honestly, guys, I don't have a whole lot to say about this individual on the screen. The C-Report and all the shows on this podcast channel are 100% listener supported. We don't have corporate sponsors. We don't have independent sponsors. Our sponsors are you, the listener. So if you like the work we do and like what we have to say and contribute to the world of news and information and entertainment, please show us your support. Make a monthly donation to help sustain future episodes at anchor.fm slash the sea report. Your support is greatly appreciated from 99 cents per month to $4.99 per month to $9.99 per month. Every donation counts, and every bit helps. Show your support for The Sea Report and other shows on this podcast channel by visiting anchor.fm slash the sea report. And thanks, y'all. This is, uh, one of those ongoing, to be continued, uh, you know, uh, updating type of stories. Kentanji Brown Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure enough people have said enough things. We all already know what we think about it. I mean, when you get down to it, nine plus five is 14, Tam Growl. Four plus one is five. What's your point? Ha! <laughs> anyways um with with content yeah, i don't follow gematria sorry guys i just don't the closest thing i ever got to gematria is uh numerology numerology um but yeah i just you know it, it reminds me of like those uh episodes what was it like was it in south Park where they're like they're like uh I don't know. Oh, they're they're mocking the guy from Independence Day, you know, uh, The Fly, or whatever he is. And he's like, he's like, trash can, trash can. That makes me think of punch, punch. That makes me want to punch you in the face, punch you in the face. That is nose blood. That is uh, five letters, five letters. That's the number E in the alphabet. That's uh, the soup. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I just... And there is a class of people that do believe that that stuff has a meaning. I just never followed it. And, uh, oh, <laughs> that is so funny. Java says nine times five is 45, right? Oh yeah. That's funny. Uh, you know, okay. You got me guys. You got me there. All good one. Good one. Nine times five is 45. It's at farm off 45, 95, that nine times five is 45. Okay. President Trump is president 45. Four plus five is nine. It all comes back together, guys. It all comes back together. You know, it's funny because in my audience, I usually either have 17 people watching or 45 people watching. And I'm pretty content with that, guys uh no well the number has been known to go higher you know but uh most most consistently it's between those two numbers so i just usually feel like i'm on the right path you know what i mean anyways okay guys so getting back to this uh contangi brown jackson um we we already we've already deduced this i mean it's obviously going to go one of two ways right Either, you know, uh, she's not going to get in and one of the Democrats is going to be like, no, I'm not going to vote for this woman. Right. Maybe on principle, maybe not on party lines. Or it's going to be a deadlock and, uh, you know, Kamala's going to fall out of the sky and she's going to break the tie. Right. I mean, it's going to be. Something like that. Um, The sad part about it is that this woman actually stands to be confirmed. You know, it's ridiculous. I mean, you guys, I know you guys have been following this story. I know you guys have witnessed the ridiculousness and the ambiguity of this woman. Like, how could anyone have confidence? She doesn't even seem to have confidence in herself. She was crying. Why, you know, did did her handlers tell her to cry? uh, So this way they could spin some kind of a yarn and uh, they could uh, make her look some kind of a way. I don't want a judge like that. I want my judge to be a hard ass, right? I want my judge to be completely self-assured in the way that she litigates, thinks, adjudicates, defines, but she, can, you not, she cannot even define certain words. They're out of her purview because, I don't know, she needs to be politically correct? Is that what's going on here, guys? I don't get it. But, you know... The most troubling thing, you know, uh, never mind the CRT, right? Uh, never mind that she can't define the word woman. The the one thing that I think everyone comes back to, and I believe it should be this way. I believe that it should come back to this factor in particular. Is the fact that uh, the the entire the entire child pornography offender thing, okay? That says a lot. She cannot define what a woman is or a female or biology is. Fine, You know what? Go ahead. Uh, um, um, cop out on science, right? Go ahead and cop out on it and say, you know what? I'm not a scientist. So who am I to say what a woman is by definition? Whatever. You just made yourself look a thousand different ways to everyone in this world. Everyone turned their head. We're talking like, you know, like uh, uh, a home improvement Tim Allen style. Like, er? like, Really? like do you not have a vagina between your legs or are you confused about that you know do you not know what you are can she not define what a woman is because she does not know what she is like does she have a womb is there a cervix there can she does she have ovaries or does she got a penis like what's going on You know what, I don't wanna know what's going on beneath Kentanji Brown Jackson's dress, okay? You keep that to yourself, Kentanji. I never wanted to know. I'm just trying to make a point, okay? If if she cannot even be definitive about her own existence, how can we have confidence that this woman can rule as a judge, let alone be able to define uh words and reasonings in the Constitution of the United States of America? And it makes sense. Seriously though. Seriously. But Catch <laughs> Catch Kashu 2. Hey, what's up over at uh over at twitch is like, boy she is a train wreck isn't she she's a train wreck some people were saying that uh she she didn't she didn't prepare enough for this uh, could anything could could anything have prepared her for this really could anything have prepared her for this now before I get into the rest of this let me see what you guys are saying okay <laughs> she can't define two plus two equals four because she's not a mathematician. You're right. I shouldn't throw numbers at her, Java. Okay. Uh, uh, Let's see here. Uh, Where else are we at, guys? What else is going on here? Uh, Oh, I think I went too far up the chat. Oh, don't want too much dead air. KGB dresses like a Hirono. Oh, I cannot stand Hirono. You're talking about that Hawaiian uh, bee, right? I cannot stand that woman. You know, the thing about it is this, this KGB, this Kintanje, is probably acting all super sensitive right now, which there's no crying at the Supreme Court. You know, there's no crying at the Supreme Court, said one pedophile to another. Right, you know? And uh, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's its ridiculous. And, and you know her, you know, you know if she, were the, if she were the one asking the questions, if she were on the other side of the panel, she would be like Maisie Hirono, right? Or she'd be like that other one that's like, I'm asking a question, yes or no, yes or no. You know she would be a hard-nosed woman. And, uh, oh, wait, not a woman, because she can't define that, right? Uh, a basic biology class, she cannot withstand, okay? She cannot withstand. Uh, But uh, let me see. What is going on here? Real quick, quick, quick. Yeah, 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 yes, exactly. We pray she does not get in, guys. We pray she does not get in. Uh, hey, the Canadian, I've never seen you in my chat room before, and thank you for, uh, uh, speaking off topic. Okay. All right. Uh, that sounds awesome. Um, I don't know. I don't watch that show though. Good for him. Good for severe. I'm happy for him. Get his music out there. Right. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, try and stay on topic. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where are we at now? Um... That's a man, baby. Said I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. That it is a man. Okay, it, it it's an it said shepherding shepherd. I told you guys. I showed you guys a picture where she looks plainly like Pennywise. Now, she doesn't look as much like Pennywise as she does the woman that started the 1619 Project. Do I need to show you a picture? You know, guys. But she backs the 1619 Project. She backs critical race theory. She claims that she's never adjudicated on that. She says she's not uh, She's not an activist judge. But really, guys, we know where that would be going. Now, let's get into this whole thing about <laughs> let's get into this whole thing about uh, about uh, about the about the children ladies and gentlemen about her ruling on um, offenders of child pornography okay I know you guys have all heard the stories I mean uh, Ted Cruz etc at et all did a pretty good job at looking up her record despite the fact that a lot of her adjudication records were withheld right were withheld um and it, it is disgusting and sickening to all of us right that uh she would she would deviate from um either the uh minimum standard or what the prosecution was seeking by far by far it was like 40 plus percent of her cases she ruled to give the offender less of a sentence than what was being asked of them, and then she had this weird excuse. Well, one of her excuses was that uh, they were outdated rulings, right? Outdated sentencing guidelines, etc. But then she had these other things where she was like, uh, uh, you know, uh, she 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 felt bad for the offender. Now, now, what's even worse than this? are the people who are defending this point of view the people who are defending this standpoint okay that that it is the way she ruled is fine by them it's okay you know it's okay and then what was the case one of these offenders she let off of like in what like 24 months or so like went out and reoffended Went out, and because she'd give him such a light sentence, such a slap on the hand, they didn't care if they were to go back to jail for, for uh, breaking the offense again. Really bad. Okay, but I want to show you guys something even more disgusting, all right? This came across my desk today, Okay. And I was just like, really? Okay, so not only do we have, you know, uh, Democrats in the White House that are defending her, not only do we have the White House itself that is defending her, not only do we have activists, etc. Obviously, we have pundits and the media who are rallying behind Contenja Brown-Jackson, who was so cruelly attacked, worse than Brett Kavanaugh, You know, worse than Amy Coney Barrett when it came to confirming her. If you ask me, this was a pretty mild confirmation, right? You didn't have all of these SJW Snowflake flower people out there trying to kill people because they didn't want Brett Kavanaugh confirmed. I didn't see that going on with Tanji Brown. I didn't see any type of activism going on around this confirmation. Let the record reflect by playing, replaying video from the time that they were trying to confirm Brett Kavanaugh, the difference between his confirmation and her confirmation. Okay, big difference. Of course, you know, progressives and left-leaning liberals will probably say that that was an urban myth. You didn't really see that. You didn't really see Ruby Freeman and Wanda, uh, Wondrea, Shea Moss pulling out buckets of ballots from underneath the table. It's a, an urban myth. Okay. But there's this write-up. Okay. Here's, here is the left's excuse for the reason why Contangi Brown is soft on child pornography possessor offenders. They say it's because Contangi Brown has Empathy, okay, empathy, right? Do they know what empathy means, okay? Because Contangi Brown could be like, "Well, I'm sorry that uh, society is so hard on you for owning uh, images and media of children uh, in in a sexually explicit media or or, or being abused," right? This woman who says she hears the cries of the children every time she's adjudicating a case like this. Child exploitation, right? Taking advantage of children, abuse, disgusting activities that humans who have seemed to have lost their moral compass participate in. And yet, Tangi Brown can understand She feels bad for them. She can relate to them. If she feels empathy for these people, that means she feels what they feel. Oh, does that mean that you get a rise in your skirt too, Contangi Brown when you're looking at a photo of a naked four-year-old or what? Is that what that means by empathy? Is that what the left means by empathy? Empathy for a child sex offender? Do we want to really want to have empathy for a child sex offender, Ketanji Brown-Jackson? Because that's what you're bringing to this court. Okay, it's disgusting. This article says, empathy is not a quality many Republican senators want to see in the next Supreme Court justice. Well, you know what? If having empathy for a child sex offender is the definition of that statement, then I agree wholeheartedly. I don't want any of my uh, senators to have empathy for a child sex offender, but that's the angle they're going with, guys. They, They are trying to sell this package to any individual who will listen to them or anyone on their team That it was wrong for the Republican senators to question Contangi Brown like this. Isn't this is disgusting. This article is so disgusting. This article is from the Associated Press, obviously, right? It says, traditionally considered an admirable attribute, the ability to empathize with another's plight has become a touchstone for GOP opposition to Judge Contangi Brown Jackson. Okay, so seriously, guys. So be it. So be it. Call me a stone-cold, cynical, unfeeling, unemotional mofo. If you're going to equate me with someone like that, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I have no empathy. (laughs) From this day forward, Mr. C has no empathy. Because clearly anyone that has empathy sympathizes, empathizes with a child sex offender. If that is their definition, I'm totally fine with that, okay? I am emotionalist. I am stoic. I am a stone. I am a monument of no feeling (laughs) whatsoever. And then, of course, they have to throw in the race card. They need to take the woman part out of there because Contange Brown Jackson cannot relate to that. Contange Brown Jackson cannot empathize with women, Because she cannot even define it. It says, the first black woman nominated to become a Justice Jackson brings a lifetime of experience, 10 years, right, Uh, of never seen before on the high court, which has been filled almost exclusively with white men. Okay, that is their angle, Associated Press. Good job, okay, you know. Call in the race card if the pedophile card doesn't work. Democrats praised President Joe Biden's choice, uh, that is selected President Joe Biden's choice, of the Harvard-educated lawyer and appellate court judge as long overdue, making the judicial branch begin to look more like America. So America looks more like confused Black women who empathize with child sex offenders. You know, I kind of resent that remark i kind of resent it perhaps nothing more dramatically captured jackson's landmark moment than the image of the 50 year old one black judge crying crying on her confirmation because of all of the child sex offenders that she locked up she could feel their pain brought her to tears there at the panel in front of the senate but on the other side of the Senate, Republicans lining up to oppose the historic nomination are warning that Jackson carries too much empathy for the job. Too much empathy. Jackson, Republicans have argued, shows compassion for criminal defendants. She represented as a lawyer. Okay, let's not even, let's not even talk about who she represented as a lawyer. We're talking about the cases that she ruled on, Associated Press. They threw that in there just to, uh, just to, to, to throw you guys off of, the, off of the case, right? They say she sentences. That's what we're talking about now, AP. We're talking about not who she represented. We're talking about who she ruled on, what she ruled on, what her decisions were, and how she formulated that ruling. They say she sentences criminals, in particular child pornography defendants, too leniently as a judge. Despite fact checks, right, they had all of the information posted there for us to see of her record that shows she's largely in line with protocol in most cases. Just because it's a little over 50% does not make it okay or correct, Associated Press. They worry Jackson's empathy will cloud her judgment on the high court. Okay. That's pretty much all I wanted to share from you guys with this. I mean, the garbage that they are trying to feed individuals, okay, about this case. Just so you have a talking point against conservatives who are talking against Katanji Brown. When, when, when someone, when, when a conservative goes up to a liberal and says, uh, yeah, but uh, she's kind of easy on uh, child pornographer offenders, they're going to be like, well, you have no empathy. That's their talking point. You have no empathy. What about for the child? Can you have empathy for the child who's being exploited and abused? That's what I would want to know. That's what I would ask them. That's what I would ask anyone who says that. Oh, oh, I'm not feeling for the child sex offender. I am not empathizing with the person who wants to get their rocks off looking at an exploited and abused child. My bad. Oh, excuse me. I did not know there was a seat at the table for people like that. Because last I checked, in whatever other timeline or dimension or universe I was in, we did not sit around with child abusers. Pretty disgusting, isn't it, guys? Pretty disgusting. So uh, that was the first story I wanted to share with you guys today. Uh, they go on to praise Ketanji Brown-Jackson further in this article. Really not worth noting. They do note that uh, Kamala Harris is going to fall out of the sky or pop out of a hole in the ground and break the vote if it goes there. Honestly, guys, I don't like to say it, but I I, I kind of feel like uh, she's going to get confirmed. I kind of feel like she is going to be confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. As much as I do not like to say it, unless, I don't know, Cinema or uh, Mansion already said he was going to vote for her. But if someone on that side comes out and totally says no, that's the only other way. But other than that, guys, I have a feeling that this pedophile will be confirmed to the Supreme Court hmm. I really, really do. Doesn't sit well inside, but it feels that way. All right. Next story, guys. We seem to have uh, a whole bunch of body bags, right? Let's take a bigger look at this picture. What's going on here? Why did they move all of the crisis actors from Ukraine to the front lawn of the Capitol? That's what I want to know. Why did they move all of the uh, acting uh, actors in the body bags from Ukraine to the front lawn of the capital? You know, these are the same guys, right? All those body bags with the people, you know, when they had, they had, you guys saw the clips, right? With Zelensky, he's like, we've had, we've had hundreds of Ukrainians die. And then one of them's like, you know, like trying to get the wind from blowing the body bag. <laughs> Ah, trying to keep the wind from blowing the body bag off. They're like, you're supposed to be dead. Like, why are you moving? You're not supposed to be paid you for this. Or, Or the one where they're all like in the back of the truck, like in the body bags and they're moving around and squirming. Right? You guys saw all that, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. The world is fake. It's crazy fake, guys. It is crazy fake. Um... But it, it appears that uh, the body bags from Ukraine had another gig, right? They they got hired for another gig. They got hired for another gig at the uh, at a protest over there at the Capitol. Um, they, they were they were hired by uh, by David Hogg, and uh, and March for Our Lives, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, Java is wondering if they uh, steam clean their body bags in between gigs. It probably stinks in those body bags, Java. I don't doubt. <laughs> I don't doubt they probably stink. They probably don't wash their body bags. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got another gig. All right, where, where's the next? Where's the next genocide occurring that we need to blame Putin on? Right, uh, where's the next genocide that we need to go uh, be in attendance for for the next uh, regime change by the CIA and the United States government? Right, in the name of democracy, we, the people of the body bag um, uh, acting troop, shall be there on demand. Just tell us where. Spared no expense, but uh, don't forget to pay our bills uh so yeah, this was a demonstration. don't worry, it's leading up to something good, y'all. a demonstration that occurred on the uh the law, the the uh, capitol mall in washington d c and uh we had a march for our lives i think uh or march for our safe spot or or safe whatever march for our lives, okay uh they are demanding gun control, blah 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 blah, you know. Blah blah blah. Uh you, you guys all remember David Hoglet, right? Little little David Hogg. Right? Little Nick Fuentes, I mean David Hogg. <laughs> they look like the same person. Although this guy looks a little bit more emaciated. Um, God, there's no telling what they're doing to him behind the scenes. But uh okay, let's let's see what's up. Uh they they dumped a whole bunch of body bags on the front lawn of the Capitol. Uh, To call for gun control measures, Uh, headline states, March for Our Lives demands gun control that would not have stopped Parkland shooting. They always seem to be doing this stuff, right? They call for measures that would not have prevented their own personal tragedy either way. You know, either way. Article says March for Our Lives formed in the wake of the February 14th, 2018 Parkland High School shooting. And they are now pushing gun control that would not have prevented that shooting from taking place. WJLA reports that March for Our Lives placed 1,100 fake Ukrainian body bags on the National Mall Thursday in an attempt to draw attention to the people who have died in gun-related deaths since the Parkland shooting. March for Our Lives claims that 170,000 people have died from guns since the Parkland attack. Dowd Mummin, the executive co-chairman of the group's board of directors, said, four years later, we're here to remind American politicians that 170 people, thousand people have lost their lives and March for Our Lives deems that unacceptable. You know, we really don't care what David Hogg has to say. He's such an attention hog. Um I would say does that include gang violence? Does that include gang violence? Does that include uh you know what, you, what what are these what what are these statistics that they are running off of, ladies and gentlemen? That's what I would like to know. Uh but let's continue with this guys cuz we're going to have a response to this article I promise you. Uh so um you know March for our lives claims 170,000 people have died etc. ABC News quotes Mummin criticizing the way members of Congress offer thoughts and prayers rather than new gun laws following an attack. Thoughts and prayers are reserved for things that are outside of our control, that are outside of our responsibility and ability, right? Gun violence is not a natural thing. If you mean trees grow guns, I can agree with you. Trees don't grow guns. It's not natural. Um, but, you know, um, cynical as it might sound, uh, man's actions towards others, regardless of the delivery method is rather natural. Give us your action. So for Congress, it's got to be with us or against us. Yeah. Well, you know, Congress never did well with ultimatums anyways, Thursday's March for Our Lives rally specifically focused on Congress passing universal background checks. They already tried that. They failed. However, such checks would not have stopped the Parkland attack as the shooter already complied with background gun check control in the acquisition of his rifle. The Sun Sentinel notes that the shooter passed a background check in 2017 and acquired his rifle from a retail store in Coral Springs, Florida, Also, California has universal background checks, yet earlier this week, Breitbart News pointed out that robberies with guns are up 44% in Los Angeles as compared to 2021. So, you know, it sounds like March for Our Lives needs to get a better spokesperson. I don't think David Hogg's going to cut it because the measures that they want passed just do not line up with his personal tragedy. Fake or not, you know? Hey, creative writer, what's up? Thank you so much for gifting the 300 gold pills. Happy weekend, Kwamele. Looks fucking good. Awesome. Okay, so here's, here is the conservative patriot response to David Hogg and his little shenanigans of 1100 body bags on the Capitol Mall. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is old glory, our Constitution, and a peace. Ladies and gentlemen, as we're talking about 2A. Now, Alabama, Indiana, and Ohio are the latest states to join the constitutional carry right. Of our citizens, so that's how we respond to shenanigans like that. You want to drop eleven hundred body bags on the Capitol Mall again? We'll get three more states to sign up for constitutional carry. What you think about that? Our our rights to our March for Our Lives, whatever they're called. Okay, let's check this out. The governors in Alabama, Indiana, and Ohio signed constitutional carry measures into law this month, beginning January first, two thousand twenty-three, July first, two thousand twenty-two, and June twelfth. 2022 respectively, residents who can legally own a firearm will be able to carry a concealed handgun within their state of residence while adhering to local, state, or federal ordinances without a concealed carry permit. Any right requiring a fee or government permission slip isn't much of a right at all, Jason Quimet, NRAILA Executive Director, said after the Ohio measure was signed on March 14th. That's why the NRA worked tirelessly with state leaders and legislators to pass this landmark legislation in Ohio. The NRA commends Governor DeWine for signing this important piece of legislation that protects the Second Amendment rights of all law-abiding Buckeyes. Only a few days before, when Alabama's governor signed that state's legislation, Wimlet said... The NRA worked tirelessly with state leaders and legislators to pass the most significant pro-Second Amendment measure in Alabama history. We thank Governor Ivy, Bill, author Representative Shane Stringer, legislative leaders, and every lawmaker who supported this landmark legislation. Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb signed House Bill 1296 into law, making the Hoosier State the 24th constitutional carry state following Alabama and Ohio. Though Indiana already offers free lifetime carry permits, constitutional carry will ensure that law-abiding citizens who are already eligible to obtain a carry permit can access their right to carry without government red tape and delays. Once the measure takes effect... Law-abiding citizens can carry a legally owned handgun concealed. They are, however, still required to know and adhere to all local, state, and federal regulations that can curtail doing so in certain facilities, establishments, or during events. Those residents holding a current concealed carry permit will continue to enjoy the advantage of reciprocity when traveling to a state that recognizes their permit. With the addition of Alabama, Indiana, and Ohio, there are now 24 states with constitutional carry. Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, West Virginia, and Wyoming all allow law-abiding citizens to carry a concealed handgun without a government-issued permit. Pretty cool there, huh? Pretty good, guys. Pretty good. Always glad to hear to a news such as this. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, moving on to our next topic for tonight. Uh what do we have here? It seems like we have a masked member of a militia? Maybe? Yeah. They got it. They got they got a United States flag behind them. Uh, we have a, uh, a federal Bureau of Investigators badge. That, yep. You said it guys. So, you know, there's been this, this, uh, long held conspiracy theory. What is this? Conspiracy theory number 35. The FBI infiltrate and uh, parade around as uh, patriot members of militias or otherwise. And they frame them in such events as the uh, January 6th Capitol False Flag Riots, right? And other events, right? They go in there as uh, operatives to uh, be agent provocateurs members of the FBI or other uh, three-letter agencies. You and I know this. We've talked about this at length. We know this for a while. We know that was the case, specifically on January 6th. I mean, everyone that I was hanging out was uh, pretty peaceful and kumbaya-ish, right? A- and reverent of uh, their patriotism, right? Paying homage and standing as a representation of a constituent that did not agree with the way our elected officials were handling the vote on January 6th. And we had these uh, FBI agents. So they, they, they go and they try and kidnap wretched Gretchen Whitmer, right? Probably no one could stand her and that's why the entire operation failed. Admitted undercover, right? And we all seen the footage and heard the stories and, uh, the tales of the FBI undercover on the grounds of the Capitol on January 6th, it happens. Okay. Well, as it happens, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI has, uh, declassified, no, not really declassified, uh, by way of a Freedom of Information Act request, Sunlight has uh, shone down on these activities. In fact, whenever an FBI agent parades around as a militia member or a patriot, they are are taking part in an operation known as Operation Patriot Conspiracy or PATCON. Oh yeah, so now this information is coming out to light, ladies and gentlemen. PATCON Explored. Records provide glimpses of FBI right-wing infiltration operations. Well, who would have thunk it? The conspiracy theorists were right about this one, too. Uh, The article goes on to say, The FBI codenamed it Patriot Conspiracy, PATCON, a 1990s-era right-wing infiltration operation so secret, its details remain largely unknown. First revealed in heavily redacted records in 2007, PATCON entailed three undercover FBI agents operating a front group called the Veterans Aryan Movement. They would, right? They would make them racist, wouldn't they? They would make them uh, uh, white nationalists. Posing as racist militiamen who robbed banks to fund domestic terrorism... The undercover agents spied on various right-wing organizations throughout the early 90s, but never contributed to any major convictions. The, exi- the existing public records on PATCON are relatively sparse. They include a few sworn declarations in a long-running Freedom of Information Act lawsuit, as well as the initial set of redacted documents obtained by extremism researcher J.M. Berger. Newsweek also published a story describing Pat Con in 2011 based on extensive information from a former FBI informant who participated in the operation. Much of the informant's dismay, much to the informant's dismay, that that Newsweek story was heavily edited to remove information about Pat Con, according to court records. Together, these documents portray an FBI program that prioritized intelligence gathering on United States citizens over enforcing the law. Possibly worse, they reveal connections between Pat Con and Oklahoma City bomber Timothy McVeigh, raising troubling questions about how a massive FBI right-wing counterterrorism initiative failed to prevent the deadliest domestic attack in United States history. And given the recent revelations about Three Percenters, Proud Boys, and other right-wing groups having FBI informants in leadership positions, Pat Con should serve as a valuable history lesson for the public, according to Utah attorney Jesse Trendadu, the plaintiff in the ongoing FOIA case. Harry Truman is my favorite president, and he had a quote I always loved. There's nothing new in the world except the history you don't know, Trent to-Do told the Epoch Times. The FBI declined to comment, of course, and Newsweek had not responded to requests for comment. The PATCON's genesis. The FBI launched PATCON in 1991 to investigate a right-wing extremist movement that had been bubbling under the surface of United States society throughout the 1980s. Members included disaffected military veterans, displaced farmers, as well as a fringe group of racist extremists. While hundreds of militias and armed conservatives' organizations operated peacefully during this time, one particular group, the Committee of the States, dominated the spotlight with its violent actions and anti-Semitic screeds, pardon me, I wrote Committee of the State's co-founder David Moran in his last will and testament in 1986 before dying in a shootout with law enforcement, said, I, like members of the white American bastion, have declared war on the Zionist-occupied government, otherwise known as Zog. My only regret in this regard is that I was not able to join my brothers in arms earlier. It was out of this atmosphere that the FBI officially launched PATCON in 1991. While racist groups had largely operated separately from militias and other patriot organizations throughout the 80s, they were starting to network due to one common enemy, the federal government. When initially launched, PATCON aimed to investigate a right-wing militia called the Texas Light Infantry. Records from the time show that the FBI was worried about threats made by the TLI against two of its Austin-based agents. To investigate the threats, the FBI created a front group called the Veterans Aryan Movement. Like, that's not obvious, right? Outfitted with three undercover agents. VAM quickly infiltrated the militia scene by posing as anti-government extremists who robbed banks and armored cars to fund their operations. The undercover FBI group or agents, soon discovered that the TLI militia lacked concrete plans to kill any federal law enforcers, records show. While the TLI militia members had gone as as far as surveilling two FBI agents, including one who was overseeing Pat PATCON at the time, they told undercover agents that nothing would be done until they first overthrew the United States government. But instead of closing their investigation, the FBI kept its VAM front group operating as a vehicle to collect evidence of the criminal activity of suspected domestic terrorist organizations, according to an FBI memo from the time. PATCON operatives were to obtain information concerning a nationwide alliance of white supremacist groups being formed to fight the United States government, FBI records said. One of Pat Kahn's main targets was Tom Posey, a Vietnam veteran who helped train anti-communist fighters in Nicaragua during the Reagan administration. Now, obviously, they don't want anyone who's against communists to be well and active. Kind of what that sounds like to me, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, yeah, you know. Uh, very interesting. Posey became radicalized after he felt the Reagan administration threw him under the bus amid the Iran-Contra scandal, according to his former friend and Pat Con informant, John Matthews. Posey turned his civilian material assistance organization, which had been helping the Contras, into a survivalist-type group, Opposed to United States government and aimed to make friends with a constellation of white supremacists and survivalists organizations across the country, according to Berger. By uh, February 1992, Posey that uh, po- wait, where I'm at. Posy was purportedly trying to sell Stinger anti aircraft missiles on the black market. Matthews, also a Vietnam veteran who worked with Posey and CMA in Nicaragua before becoming an informant, tried to help broker a deal as part of an attempted FBI sting operation. FBI records show that the investigation dragged on for months, with little progress as Posey reportedly waffling, uh, was waffling about the Stinger missiles. The FBI documents and several interviews with people with direct knowledge of the event paint a murky picture about, uh, but offer no clear evidence the Stingers had been real. While the FBI uh, stinger sting never bore fruit, the FBI had connected Posey to 61 pairs of night vision goggles that had been stolen from Fort Hood. However, the U.S. United States Army was running its own investigation into the matter and arrested the thief in January 1993, ironically after receiving a tip from Posey months later the infamous waco texas siege occurred between federal agent uh, law enforcement and a religious sect called the branch davidians ending on april 19th 1993 when a fire broke out and killed 76 members of the group viewing waco as a government massacre Posey's plan became more extreme According to FBI records, he began plotting a raid to steal arms from the Browns Ferry nuclear power plant in Alabama. Posey was arrested in September 1993, but the Department of Justice charged him only in connection with the stolen night vision goggles. It was the only case investigated by Pat Conn that ever led to trial, But the prosecution was based almost exclusively on evidence gathered by the Army's investigation and a handful of FBI informants, Berger wrote in his 2012 paper. Posey maintained at trial that he did not know the goggles had been stolen and received a minimal sentence for trafficking in stolen goods. He was uh, released from prison after two years. And, in early 1996, CMA as an organization was basically finished. And so was PATCON. And so was PATCON. PATCON lacked major arrests, but it did follow the FBI to deeply infiltrate what by then had become known as the Patriot Movement, the scattered network of anti-government, right-wing, and other armed groups throughout the country. The result of that is a mixed bag. While there is obvious value in collecting information about extremist activity, it must be weighed against fiscal and social costs incurred, as well as the constitutional implications of targeting groups with strong political or religious components, he wrote in his 2012 paper. Historian Wendy Painting, who covered Pat Con in her 2016 doctoral thesis-turned-book, Aberration in the Heartland of the Real, takes a more dismal view of the program. In attempts to prove they were not feds, PATCON agents and informants set about successfully arranging the theft, often from military bases, sale, and purchase of related contraband, mostly weapons, but sometimes explosives. The program did manage to forge a more symbiotic relationship between the targets and those who targeted them, and in doing so, arguably only exacerbated the problem It intended to neutralize. That's pretty crazy, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, uh, what could you expect, right? I mean, these are things that we see. uh, These are tales that we tell. But uh, I guess now, only now, do we have a hard definitive type of uh, evidence that would suggest that, uh, you know... They do these things, and they just don't want you to know about it. Craziness, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let's finish up with this article, guys. We're almost to the finish line tonight here. Glad you guys are hanging out. Let me see what we got going on here real quick. Uh, So let's see how this is related to the Oklahoma City bombing. Because clearly there is some relationship to the kind. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Yes, indeed, Timberjet, the NWO has gone full fascist Nazi. And that's the funny thing about it, though, you know, is like, it's it's rather obvious. I mean, all of this is obvious. And, and yet still, of course, you have the uh, supporters out there of the government. <laughs> the ones who claim to hate the Nazis... I wonder if the irony of it all will ever become apparent to them, ladies and gentlemen. Somehow I feel like it won't. They just won't allow themselves to see it, you know? Uh, But it's there. It is there indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so... Finishing up with this uh, article, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, it says uh, the FBI may have officially wound up PATCON in September 1993, but the nation's encounter with right wing extremists had only begun less than two years later, the deadliest domestic terrorism attack in U.S. history occurred when a truck bomb exploded in Oklahoma City outside the Alfred P. Murrah Murrah federal building on April 19, 1995, killing 168 people, including 19 children. FBI officials were quick to blame a lack of intelligence resources as to why they did not prevent the attack. Bob Ricks, the FBI special agent in charge at the time of the bombing, said his bureau had its intelligence gathering capabilities defanged after the Watergate scandal and the ensuing congressional investigation throughout the 1970s. Congress thought the FBI was overreaching in what they were doing, Rick told the Daily Oklahoman in September 1995. So what we did was we buried our head in the sand. We ended up going from actually in the thousands of investigations of individuals to a few years later, we were down to about 20. But after PATCON was made public in 2007, critics began questioning that claim. Oklahoma City bombing researcher Richard Booth noted in an October 2020 article that PATCON was a tightly held secret at the time of Rick's comments. It would be over a decade before the operation was exposed, and its full scope is still hidden behind redactions and foil compliance avoidance, he said. Booth argued that the sweeping scope of PATCON, it was a group one major case undercover operation shows that Rick's assertions about the FBI's lack of intelligence resources were false. It's now clear in retrospect that Bob Rick's was completely wrong. And the FBI not only had an active operation gathering intelligence on targets, but they had one tailor made for trafficking people exactly like Timothy McVeigh and other domestic terrorists. Berger also noted in an April 2012 article for Foreign Policy that when McVeigh walked through the middle of the investigation in 1993, he went unnoticed. Ricks told the Epoch Times he'd never heard of Pat Con. Well, isn't that convenient? Uh, Apparently Rick said I'm not even familiar with that terminology. I had cases against neo-Nazis and Klan and cluckers back in the 1960s. We always had programs but I'm not familiar with that name or any special significance to that name. Sounds like too convenient for me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure you guys would probably agree. Now, uh, PATCON enforcement or incitement. Those who have researched PATCON differ on the significance of the program. Fueling the debate is the fact that PATCON had brushes with Oklahoma City bomber McVeigh, including when McVeigh attended the same Soldier of Fortune convention as Posey and several other CMA members. Berger, who discovered PatCon in 2007 via a FOIA request, takes the view that the conspiracies surrounding PatCon are overblown, despite acknowledging in his research that McVeigh literally drove through the middle of PatCon's investigative landscape. Berger has lamented the fact that PatCon resulted in internet conspiracies. Claims about PatCon's provocative nature have mushroomed online since the existence of the program was first disclosed by the author in 2007, Berger wrote in his 2012 paper, citing a conspiracy theory that former Attorney General Eric Holder was personally responsible for the Oklahoma City bombing. No evidence uh, exists to suggest Holder was linked to PATCON or that he played any sort of role in managing informants or undercover agents anywhere in the vicinity of the bombing. But Trentadue, the plaintiff in the ongoing PATCON-related FOIA case, would beg to differ about the program's significance. According to Trentadue, PATCON is far more sweeping than the limited operations reflected in the FBI records from 1991 to 1993. In sworn declarations to a federal judge, Trentadu says former FBI informant Matthews told him PATCON was an incitement operation. An incitement operation. Clearly, ladies and gentlemen, clearly. An incitement operation. Like agent provocateurs, right, ladies and gentlemen? The same story we are always and have always been familiar with. In incitement operation. Matthews told me that he had been told by the FBI that the purpose of PatCon was to infiltrate and to monitor the activities of the extreme political right, consisting of organizations such as the Ku Klux Klan. ...and various neo-Nazi groups, but that he no longer believed that he had been told by the FBI about the purpose of PATCON... Trentadu also says Pat Conn's connections to the Oklahoma City bombing run deeper than gun shows and right-wing conventions for reasons explained in this article. The basis for Trentadu's claim is, in part, Matthews, who purportedly saw McVeigh in the run-up to the 1995 deadly attack. -er Mr. Matthews even told me that prior to the Oklahoma City bombing, he had seen McVeigh uh, and a German national by the name of Andreas Strassmeyer at a militia training facility near San Saba, Texas. And uh, that was uh, said by Tritidu in a sworn declaration. Um, it says here. According to Mr. Matthews, he had reported that McVeigh Strassmeyer's sighting to the FBI and was told by the FBI that the Bureau was already aware of that fact, which indicated to Mr. Matthews that others within the FBI were monitoring McVeigh on the lead up to the attack on the Murrah building. The Epoch Times was unable to reach Matthews at his last known email address and phone number. The reason for the former informant's silence has been the subject of a federal court-ordered investigation for some seven years. According to Trentadue. Matthews agreed to testify about Pat PATCON in one of his lawsuits against the FBI in 2014, only to change his mind after receiving threats from the Bureau. While the FBI and Matthews both denied the witness-tampering allegations... U.S. District Judge Clark Wadoops said in 2015 he found Transidu's accusation plausible. Uh, Wadoops ordered an investigation into the matter, which has been sealed and taking place behind closed doors for about the past seven years. Crazy, guys. Berger did not respond to an interview request about whether his thoughts on PatCon have changed since his 2012 paper, which was published before Trentadu's allegations and the court-ordered an investigation into FBI threats against a former PatCon informant. Trentadu, who stumbled into PatCon while investigating his brother's murder, another case tangled in government wrongdoing and connections to the Oklahoma City bombing, reiterated his stance on the matter in a comment to the Epoch Times. He said, The only difference between the FBI and the KGB— is that the KGB has never claimed to be a legitimate law enforcement agency. Boom! That is insane, ladies and gentlemen. And I thought I would just share that story with you guys in case you hadn't heard it before. I had not heard. I mean, you know, of course... We always suspect, we always know, there are obviously informants in the crowd. Uh, We've all seen and fell victim to that, at least at some point, or, you know, have witnessed to it through stories and various uh, legends throughout the Patriot community, throughout the conspiracy theorist community, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, But apparently, in addition to the records that have been released regarding PatCon. Uh, the FBI is set to release more documents very soon. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I can get you that info real quick before we close out tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, let me see here real quick. I know I got the skinny. It's here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where did I leave you Patcon? Oh, maybe I didn't close that window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, I got it right here. Let me just file through all of these tabs real quick. Okay. There's that one and one more, one more, one more, one more. I think, if I'm not mistaken, also, Judicial Watch recently reported on this issue regarding, of course, here we go. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Mr. C from The C Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to the com. At TheSeaReport.com, you can get more information on The Sea Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to TheSeaReport.com, that's www.thecreport.com and be sure to follow us on our social medias, Truth Social, Rumble, Twitch, Clout Hub, and Pilt.net. F.B.I. releasing more records about the right-wing infiltration operation. Ladies and gentlemen, so there's more coming out. Uh, The F.B.I. is in the process of releasing more records about its right-wing infiltration program, Patriot Conspiracy. Um, Following the March 22nd investigation into PATCON, a person informed the reporter of the existence of additional records... The person who provided the information under the condition of anonymity initially requested PATCON records from the FBI in December 2018. In response, the FBI provided the person with thousands of records that had already been processed via the Freedom of Information Act requests from extremism researcher J.M. Berger, who we just read about. Uh, the person made another request for PATCON records in 2019, but the FBI said it could not locate any others, but then In December 2021, the FBI apparently found more. So apparently the FBI has located an additional 2,665 pages of records uh, based on the subject of Patriot conspiracy. So there's no telling what they're going to find in that, guys, once they become available It could take many more months before the entire trove of documents is released as the person is expecting to receive an initial set of pages in May. So there's something to look forward to. Don't ever let them call you a conspiracy theorist, ladies and gentlemen, this stuff is real. And they really do that crap. Indeed they do. What an interesting Friday night this has been, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here at the C-Report. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what do we got planned this weekend? We'll be doing the uh, President Trump rally tomorrow. Uh, so please do join us. Uh, if you're hanging out over at the app or pill.net, uh, we will be here um live and in person now uh the boss is usually set to speak about 7 this will be eastern time which means he'll be on here at 6 p.m central time so we will probably go live ah, maybe about four thirty or 5 you know we like to do a little bit of uh, a pep rally before president trump takes the stage it should be a fun time it always is and um Some of you guys have been asking about whether or not we're going to be doing some Mr. C in the Darks or Lone Star News. Don't worry. That stuff is coming up. Maybe I'll surprise you guys tonight. Maybe I'll surprise you guys tomorrow night. Maybe I'll surprise you guys Sunday night. We'll see. We got some more stuff. There's just so many other things that I want to do, but uh, time and uh, circumstances have been kind of limiting in that regard. Uh, So I do apologize for all of you guys who are awaiting for the return of said uh said programs said broadcasts and shows all right guys we're gonna wrap it up here tonight for the c report bringing you some light news and conspiracy theories turned to conspiracy facts because we all know it's a little bit of rambling a little bit of ranting it's been a fun time i hope you guys had as good a time as i did hanging out with you guys tonight we will be back very very shortly ladies and gentlemen to bring forward unto you all more current events and news, as curated by the mind of me until then as always my friends and my family be safe and be blessed and god bless america you guys have a safe and wonderful night we will see you all next time ta-ta till then